0: Hey, yo, my man. They were asking me about the African American experience. Maybe you could take this one. Oh, well, well. I find that the African American experience for me has been, for the most part, very good. Although I find it difficult to go into detail, as I haven't had much a desire to leave the house in a while. <laughs>
1: Become such homebodies.
0: Yes, 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 but even when you go into the city, I've just had no interest. The chores have become my sanctuary. Sorry, man. yeah ah. 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 i thought we were doing bowfinger again
1: oh you guys didn't watch bowfinger i did <laughs> <laughs> Okay, daily
0: viewing of Bowfinger.
2: And our obligatory (laughs) talking about Bowfinger every episode. (laughs) Yeah, so we can we can
0: not mention it now. Skid it out of the way early. I didn't know how to connect it to Get Out. So (laughs) same with Joe joining a cult. (laughs) Yeah, that's got to be mentioned. We just got
1: to
2: get through all this stuff so we can get to Get Out.
1: Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we're talking about Get Out this uh, this week. I picked this one as it is uh, an amazing movie,
0: and uh, yeah. I just love it. it be found out. Wait, what? If it's an, we'll find out by the end we'll of this find podcast out, yeah. if it's a good movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're about to actually watch the movie again live and talk what? about it. So, <laughs> But uh, Joe has seen this before, and I've seen this numerous times, multiple times, and uh, Jesse has not. So like many of these episodes, I want to hear Jesse's opinion because he's never seen it
0: before. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot um, again. <laughs> yeah. Um conflicted thoughts reviews i don't know how i felt fully i i will start though i see totally it's i see why this is a great movie like it it's very cool i get it i was not in the right headspace to watch it (laughs) like it, it was one of those like definitely not in the right headspace yesterday was like i have i don't have any more time so i have to watch it so um don't watch it if you're not like feeling great about it. Um,
1: well, so what could... about, what about that? Like, what, what do you mean? Like headspace, like what I'm not, not to go into your headspace, but what
0: <laughs> let's do a Jesse therapy hour.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like what, 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 what yeah. kind of put you off about it? Like what was the, what got I, you I think... out of the movie? <laughs> well, no, I think I was too far into the movie. I was oh. getting pulled into the sunken place. Oh, um, <laughs> Man, (laughs) Maybe not that, but I'm just saying, I think I just generally was like, I've been in like this, like a high anxiety state of mind and like, uh, not going to not get into this, but like even, especially the past year, like relationship with like the concept of death and like all that at the very top of my mind recently, and just not in a great space like this was like, boom, you know, like that's what I'm saying though. It's great, but it was also like a little like, Oh my, like, just, just like, Oh God, this feels worse right now. Yeah. Um, so in a way it worked. Oh, it for sure it worked. worked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it definitely, uh, yeah. I mean, if the goal, you know, it's like make the viewer feel something for sure. Absolutely. But at uh, least you had but,
1: Rod in there to kind of give you some comedic, uh, comedic undertones.
0: Oh my God. That was like all my notes. was <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I love him. I love the fact, I love the whole line of like the TSA. Oh, man,
1: it's such a good. line.
0: (laughs) my, my brother, like always, you know, jokes about the TSA, like constantly. And so I just, I loved the end line. Great. I also loved when he was talking to the detective and he's like, we go through the same training. (laughs) We might even know more than you, honestly.
1: This dude been missing for six months, right? So I do all my research, you know, because as a TSA agent, you know, you guys are detectives. I got the same training, you know? I, I, we might know more than y'all sometimes, you know, because we're dealing with some terrorist shit. So, but that, that's a totally different story. How about, okay, how about you, Joe? What, what, you've seen this before, but.
2: I, I've seen this many times, yeah. I I mean, I love Jordan Peele's movies. Uh, this one, I, I found it interesting from a slightly different perspective, but like, again, just everything that's happened in the last year, like there's so many like, race topics touched on in this, in this movie. And I mean, this was made before, uh, when was this?
1: 20, seventeen. Twenty
2: seventeen. So like, I mean, even before everything that happened this past year, um, but you know, such a strong theme throughout the entire thing. And uh, it's got lots of like, like the deer, for example, like, uh, you know the, everything that happened with his mom, with Chris's mom, and just like watching the deer they hit, and then like later on the deer's watching him as he's just kind of sitting there helpless. Like there's a lot of like intricate little themes like that that he kind of wove into the story. Um, so I, I love the movie just from a to- storytelling perspective. I think he, Jordan Peele did a great job, especially this was this was his first movie, wasn't it?
1: First movie, yep.
2: Out
0: the gate. Yeah.
1: So, so like super Coming impressive. Hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I I figured you like because there's so many layers to this movie, it's unbelievable. Right, it's, like yeah. I've seen this probably around 20 times and I've noticed new things this time that I haven't before. Even. <laughs> like thinking about like so she's sitting there, uh the insane
2: like sister girlfriend uh is sitting there eating fruit loops and milk,
0: but they're <laughs> yeah. separated.
2: Um, like right, the idea right. that you can't mix something that's colored with something that's white.
0: Yeah. yeah, I heard Jordan Peele talk about that one, actually.
2: Yeah, what did he say? Um,
0: there was like a, was it Vanity Fair or something? It was one of those like Jordan Peele reacts to fan,
2: yeah, thing, yeah, fan yeah. theories or something. Too.
0: And somebody wrote in about that one. Mm-hmm. And I I could be getting this wrong. I feel like he said, because I didn't even fully get it. He said it like it wasn't whites not mixing with colors, but it was very purposeful of... right keeping things here. separated and the fruit loops representing something maybe uh and i feel like he also said i think it was like to show like how psychotic she is right it was like what would a person like that eat you know or something mm-hmm. which if that's yeah. if the, if i'm getting this right big shots at people who eat milk and cereal separate which i'm not one of so i'm cool with it but <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, well i read that also i don't know how true, like I read this one a while ago when I was kind of diving into the movie after I saw it in the first couple of times and I guess milk is like a sign like it, there's some like negative connotation with milk I guess with drinking or something with milk which is why in some movies they have like the villain drinking milk or using milk in some way. I don't know. I read that somewhere that that's some people perceive that as a negative thing.
0: Yeah, I feel like we've talked about it before how like a lot of times I want to hear directors be like no that's not it it's this. Mm -hmm. you know but like a lot of times they just leave it open for like yeah however you take that right is how it is but this video is funny because i mean some of them were like crazy theories of like it's the same universe as john malkovich (laughs) because that same actor and it was like this person's daughter and like explaining it all and jordan peele was like no he was like he did say he talked to he like met with spike jones and he told him the theory though, who directed being John Malkovich, you know, and they like had a good laugh about it. Um, but there was another one that like somebody was like the whole movie was a hallucination or it was Rod. Like imagining what was <laughs> happening at the beginning when he was like, don't go to her house. And yeah. he's like playing out. This is what would happen because it gets crazier and crazier. That's hilarious. And Jordan Field kept basically just being like basically being like, you've smoked way too much marijuana. That's not it. <laughs> this happened mm-hmm. yeah
2: have you guys seen the alternate ending for this
1: yes i did
2: i remember yeah. that was when i first saw this movie um like when the police roll up at the end i'm like you know you my my brain immediately goes to oh this looks so bad
0: yeah you know
2: what i mean <laughs> and, and and i'm sure i'm sure that's intentional but um
0: i thought he was gonna go to jail I thought that's how I was gonna. End. I think that was that, how I was that, supposed to go. That is the, say, alternate right. that's the alternate ending. Right. That's alternate. Oh, the, oh! It's, it is the police. It's not TSA. Right. The
1: alternate ending is the. <laughs> yeah.
2: They they shot it both ways and um.
1: It's way better how it is with Rod. Yeah,
2: it's way. It's a much happier. I, yeah, he ending. deserves
1: to be happy, man. I felt yeah, bad for the
0: guy. I know. <laughs> but, <In> TSA. <laughs> we handle shit. <laughs> <laughs> how you find me? I'm TS motherfucking A, we handle shit. That's what we do, consider this situation, fucking handle. We've already done spoiler alerts, right? I don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> <this is always laughs> I remember after this came out, but I thought everyone was like ruining the ending for me. All I remember is people being like, oh my God, it was the spoon. It was the spoon. And so the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, oh my God, that's how it's going to end. Something about a spoon. And then it was like the spoon that like, you know, put him into the trance. And I was like, oh, the, it wasn't ruined for me. I, I was under the assumption that the spoon was like, how the whole movie ended.
1: Right. Like inception with the with the top. It would just focus in on the uh, the spoon going like this and then just end.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but it was so great because I kind of went into this being like, I get it. I remember the spoon mm-hmm. and then I actually like didn't pick up on it until and you know the end when everyone picked up on it right right and I was, I was just oh great it wasn't ruined for me I like that
1: aspect of it because it's very um I don't know. they don't I feel like movies don't play a lot with hypnotism or they might but it, I don't know I like how they do it in this because it mm-hmm. seems real realistic and it I don't I liked it personally
2: I don't really get the like hypnotism part but that's probably yeah. just not really understanding how that all that would
1: i actually we saw it. when at school uh, at scad we, we saw a hypnotist actually and he came to perform and it actually was crazy and i was like that i was like you know pretty skeptical about that but i was like i saw it i was like this is pretty legit like they had these people like dancing on the stage taking their shirts off it was so weird <laughs>
2: but <laughs> it's really weird i want something
1: Something I like, like when they first get to the house. um, This is, I actually noticed this this time, not before, but I appreciated that when they went into the kitchen, he showed Chris where the garbage, or he told Chris where the garbage can was. Because to me, whenever I go visit someone or stay at their house or go to someone's house, no one ever says where the garbage is. And you have, you're you in the kitchen looking for it for like a good five to 10 minutes. And you're pulling up all the drawers and the cabinets. And I was like, I appreciate that they put that it, in there.
2: It was a pretty thorough house tour. I thought, yeah, yeah it was. Well, I liked doing it. doing his house tour. Yeah. No this is it was a very nice house. <laughs> <laughs> the, but, one of the things that I picked up on this time that I i didn't really notice so much before but there is a lot of shots um where in the house is one of them but everything is so symmetrical um like especially like like as they're like going up to the house like the house itself is perfectly symmetrical it's it's kind of creepy but then uh even like like when they're doing the shot where uh she's sitting on the bed about to eat the fruit loops and milk in a very weird way um Like, it's just like zooming in on her, like the the photos on the wall behind her are perfectly symmetrical. It's like, she is perfectly centered. There there is a handful of, uh, and, and like the room where he's sitting in when he, before he's about to like go into like the surgery thing, like that's perfectly symmetrical. I don't know if that means anything, but I just, I just noticed it like all the time.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to... I mean, obviously, a movie definitely you could rewatch and, like, pick up on a ton of things because even when I was watching that, like, Jordan Peele answers fan theories, you know, there was so many that... You know, I didn't really pick up on, but, of course, you watch them, like, oh, my God. And, like, uh, somebody was, like, how they all show up in black cars. Right. Everyone, and, like, that's definitely because it's, like, the they're all leaving in black bodies kind of thing, mm-hmm. and he hid uh the shining the 237
1: 237 yeah you, you got that i'm glad flight.
0: you got that well, no 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 i i caught it after oh, I didn't okay. catch it <laughs> but he like it he did that in a key and peel sketch as well
1: oh like, okay
0: he in this continental breakfast like when he checks into the hotel uh keegan michael Key key my key <laughs> is uh like sir your room 237 is ready and it's just like a comedy sketch but he like even that's fun yeah yeah, threw it in there like it's been like a you know he does love the
1: shining so i get why he did that
0: and i was gonna say i mean talking just come from him coming from comedy you know and then obviously like first movie just amazing i mean this guy's like top of his game right at the gate is i don't know if this makes sense in horror too but i just kept thinking like Oh, good comedy writing. Like, obviously, he's a great comedy writer. I think we talked about this before. It's this idea of, like, you let the audience guess enough to keep them engaged, but you're still hitting them with surprises, like in jokes. But I was like, this does it so well, just like in the plot of, like, you can kind of see as soon as you're close enough to something, you can kind of see it going to happen. But then it moves on to the next thing so fast, where you're thrown back into like, oh, I don't know what's going on again, and it just does that so well through the whole movie to be like right. to keep you like actually engaged and like watching it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's that's a good point because like I I usually don't like when they mix horror and comedy. I like I mentioned this before, but it just doesn't work well for me. But he does it in such a subtle way, and it works so well, and it fits in the plot and makes the characters. I don't know. I just like it. It's. It's great
0: yeah and i don't even mean comedy mixed in i just mean that same structure oh that yeah, yeah. right in comedy writing like it feels like that same structure he kind of used in horror but it works so well right which is weird. i don't know, yeah.
1: yeah it works really you're totally right yeah i never thought about that before actually it's the same structure just horror and i love it
2: i mean if anybody could do it i mean i know uh jordan peele's a big horror movie fan but uh he spent so much time doing Key and Peel that, you know, I- I'm sure he could, he was pretty good at pacing out and scripting out the comedy and in, yep. in a horror movie. So, I mean, it, and, like, There's it kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: know all the I references love, Oh, sorry. Go for it.
0: I was going to say, I love, I always love comedians talking about Jordan Peel because they're <laughs> all like, especially when they're like, yeah, we would just would, like, be in the back of the comedy store with him. And they're like, he's just a fellow comic. And they were like, out, out, literally overnight, he became like a Hollywood director. You know, like yeah. a big Hollywood director. He just like smashed through the wall and was like, like comics usually feel like they're kind of on the outskirts of like Hollywood, and they're like, and he just boom, right away, he's this mega director. It's so good. That it.
2: put him there. This is the movie that put him. Yeah. him. I love it. That's, that's awesome.
0: why they were like, he just out of nowhere was like, oh, I'm making a movie, and we we're like, that's cool. And then he made it, and it was one of the best movies.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of that, I. I don't know if you guys watched the trailer when this was first coming out, but I I remember I saw it and I was I didn't really know much about it. I knew it was like a Jordan Peele, you know, he's doing a new horror movie, and everyone's like, oh, like how's this gonna go? But I saw the trailer and I thought it was it looked terrible. I thought it was gonna be oh, really, really bad. The trailer was not good in my opinion. I was like, oh, this is just a stupid like B horror movie,
0: and because I and I didn't want to watch it I, when it came out. I was like, I'm not gonna go see that. And then after did, it, did you watch like? Were you a Jordan Peele fan before he went to horror? Yeah, like, yeah watch I watched. Keen Peele? Peel.
1: I watched a bit of Keen Peele. I or like. I like, was aware TV. Of his work. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I saw Mad TV. TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm. A, I was aware of his work, and I did see a bunch of it. But I'm not. I wasn't like a. You know, I'm not like. And you didn't know he was like, a like, horror guy. Fire. Yeah, I didn't, no, I didn't know too much. I knew the references. Like he did some like Gremlins reference, reference in some of his skits, and he did a bunch of like subtle things oh. here and there, which I knew. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he's probably got some kind of love for horror there's got to be something there and after this came out i did a little more, a little more research and you know watch a bunch of interviews and and he's just he's a fanatic and i love it it makes it so much better that he loves it it's so cool like I, there, in this movie has so many references like the opening shot is like a reference to halloween he would he mention that and like rosemary's baby with the whole cult people and then it's like what else i had only wrote these all down the amityville horror get out is a big line in the amityville horror and um night of the living dead you know the the protagonist it's uh from 1968 the protagonist he's like a black protagonist which was a kind of a rare thing for that time period and he kind of he likes that idea and it's just i don't know there's so many things north by northwest when he's running at the camera the shining is like all over this movie it's great
2: it's also one of uh, the movies that says the name in the movie oh yes <laughs> another one it's true <laughs>
1: And I was on and off about the name at first. I was like, I don't know if I like the name Get Out. It's weird. And I, I'm i still kind of like, it's still kind of going on in my head. I'm like, do I like that or not? But I, can't, I think I like it. I right now in this current second, I like the title, but who knows? Could change tomorrow. Yeah, could change tomorrow. <laughs>
0: what's the, what's his other movie called? Us. Oh, that's what I thought. Because at some point when, um, at the end when he's like in the chair and he's talking to the guy who's going to take his body and he he just goes like, why us? And for some reason, in my head, I was like, he said the name of the he's oh, setting up the second movie. I didn't even notice that. Us. I it could not actually be anything, but he was just I like, know, why man. us? And that clicked into my head just because I think of now saying the title in the movie just because of this podcast. <laughs> there is a theory that I've um,
1: read about, and so he. I don't know if he's announced this. Third. There's another one he's coming out with eventually, but. There's a theory, another going back with theories, I would love to hear his opinion on this, but uh, like a trilogy and they're all related and let's like get us out. And then there's another one
2: oh. kind of
1: like a whole universe sort of thing. Like they are related, but it's uh-huh. and it kind of makes sense because if you think about it, us is about like the doppelgangers and like get us out. They want to get out. I don't know. There's a whole thing. It's very interesting, actually, I didn't read about, but. I mean, if he can
2: pull that off, that'd be amazing. I feel like they're, they're they're similar, but they're different enough where I I I don't see it. But if he can pull it off, cool. They're the Twilight Zone
1: episodes, man. It's like a big Twilight Zone movie, which is I what suck. I love it's, about it. The music is so good. Is, is the
2: the new Twilight Zone good? I haven't seen his. It's uh, good.
1: It. I don't know. There are some really good episodes. I. He's a great narrator. He plays a really good narrator, and you can tell he just loves it. Um, but I mean some of the episodes they're too long like they're 40 minutes a piece which the, what I like about the originals they are like 20 minutes of you know 18 to 20 minutes per episode which I like but I don't know I I, I mean they're, they're well done they're not amazing but I think they're definitely worth a watch if you like the Twilight Zone it's like kind of like black it's like a middle ground of black mirror in the Twilight Zone kind Gosh. of speaking
0: um, of great narrator I heard he they used his voice yep I forget what
1: the mind is a yeah, beautiful thing to waste. The, no wait, I,
0: yeah. He he also made the sound of the deer dying.
1: Yeah, that
0: was him And then on the folly.
2: Good.
1: that's so funny. Hey, yeah, I, I, I loved. Uh, um, it was funny. I was thinking when the, when they had the party and they had the older people over, and um, it was interesting because like they went along with the the theme that old people don't have a filter. And it comes off in this movie, but it's weird because they don't have a filter and they're not really hiding the fact of what they're going to do. Cause they're like, Oh, like, like when the girl was like, is it better? And like all that, just those subtle comments, like, I don't know. You would, he's probably thinking like what something's about to happen to me. I don't know, but they don't really care about basically giving away what they're about to do mm-hmm. They're just, I don't know. It was interesting to me, just seeing how they would, how they kind of conversed with Chris and like,
2: in in that scene you just reminded me of that i didn't really get is when they were like they were basically like bidding i think uh but they were doing it with bingo cards they're like let's go play bingo but like they were really going to like essentially bid on who's gonna like use his body as like a vessel or whatever Mm -hmm. and they were like kept holding up their bingo cards in like different orientations and i didn't i didn't really know what that meant like like uh or how, how they knew, like, like does, like, a diagonal bingo mean, you, you know, you're putting two more than the current bid or something? Like, I, I don't really know how that worked, but.
1: I mean, they didn't explain it, but I I mean, it obviously means something because they've been doing it for, you know. A hundred years. Years, or yeah. Like, it's <laughs> they definitely have a system, and they clearly all know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was okay with not knowing because I was like, they – let them do their thing.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not different. it's not like an important detail, no. but I was just watching and I was like, what is I do get what, what you're saying.
1: That? Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. Do we have any locations for get out? Yeah, we got the uh, the house, the Armitage house is in the app. It's in Alabama. Oh, interesting. Check it out. Uh, I mean that,
2: it. technically is I mean in the in the story it's upstate New York, is that right? Yep,
1: yep. yeah. Yep. And they were going to shoot in LA Dope. apparently, but then due to budgetary reasons they shot in Alabama. I don't know. Or tax. It wasn't budget. It was a tax, some kind of tax thing. I don't know. But yeah, we got the okay. house in there. Cool house, by the way.
2: Is it a private property? Yeah. It's someone's house. but So someone lives it's, there. It's, it's, it's that family. family.
1: exactly. It's
0: the they live there.
2: That's the real family. Go, go pay them a visit. Yeah.
1: But I think I feel like the last like uh, the last like 20 minutes, in my opinion, it's like it's so freaking good. It's so well done. It's I like how quick quick and easy not easy quick and seamless chris just escapes like i feel like that's it's so realistic because like i feel like in a lot of horror movies they kind of you know they stall and they're fighting like the villain and just like i don't know but this he's like kills him gets out gets out and then uh leaves
2: that's one more reason you should like the titles because exactly. yeah
1: and i did read that um hey. an imdb i read sorry jesse i read that uh it was interesting because the most of the Armitages who died, they all died from like a head trauma or some kind of head injury when the whole movie deals with heads and minds and brains and he's a neurosurgeon.
0: And it's, it's very interesting.
2: Interesting. I, I hadn't thought of that one.
1: Yeah.
0: It was a really interesting to, um, like on like racism with the movie, the, point of view of like it it actually honestly didn't really click with me until the end when he said why us in the chair and the guy was like oh it has nothing to to do with you being black it's just I want your eye Mm -hmm. and this whole like it's like this whole talk on racism but like of the more like not racism as most people think about it you know like these people didn't think they were racist they actually liked black right. culture and they right. were like you know and they thought they thought they were being like not racist at all because we're like we love you you know like that but it's still separate it's just this like interesting take instead of like most people think of racism as just like the people who hate black people and
1: like
2: i actually took that yep. a, a different way so that's that's interesting oh
1: interesting what did you take John? i I, you I
2: i looked at it more as like especially with everything that's happened this past year maybe that's why but um like that guy I mean, to your point, like appreciated hit Chris's eye because he was a art a blind art dealer, um, and he was a Chris was a good photographer, um, but the way I took that was like, like they because they literally exclusively were doing this to black people, um, that it it was kind of like one of those like inherently racist things that they are just like playing off as not racist um like like almost like a blind Mm -hmm. racism um whether whether they intended it or not it it was um but i don't know that that's just the way i took it
0: um yeah and i i think there's like that's kind of i mean definitely overlap too with maybe how i'm not explaining it well but like the blind racism i think is a good term of like it's just this idea of like you can think. There's a lot of people who think they have really good intentions, right? But they still treat it as separate and
2: mm-hmm.
0: different, but they think because they admire it that it's okay.
2: Yeah, I, it it is a tough thing to describe, but but that's especially for three white guys. But um...
0: right, right. <laughs> well, that that's what I mean too. Is like it's. I like that it's from that perspective because I think there's a lot of people who don't think that they're part of it at all. Right. And you have to realize, you know, like kind of like you might be just from societal point of view, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know.
2: Yeah. But it's, it's interesting to hear that you took it that way. And I, I probably would have taken it that same way a few years ago, but I feel like it's, uh, it's in a different context now. It still works, unfortunately, but you know, slightly different meaning. I I, I took a slightly different meaning from it this time
1: that's so interesting yeah and I, I feel like they did a good job because you're obviously with Chris the whole movie you're like you're basically his character like the viewer is acting as his character and I you like feel uncomfortable with him like during the party and they do a really good job of kind of showing from her his perspective and how he feels and his emotions and it works because like I, I felt weird in some of those situations where they're all just like I don't know, you don't you know what to do you know he's not used to this kind of scenario and yeah
0: it's oh, like when that guy at the end, the grandpa, when he like kills Rose, but then kills himself immediately without even thinking about it. Right, right. And it's like shocking, but the way you're brought through the movie, it's shocking. But then like a second after you're like, oh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to. Of live course. Like that. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Like that, just the whole depiction of the sunken place of mm-hmm. like him floating. Crazy. Again, not, not a good headspace watching that
1: (laughs) i liked how you could kind of tell with the grandparents i liked how you could kind of i don't know i would be curious to hear your thoughts jesse but like because you've never seen this before but like watching again you could kind of see how they are the grandparents kind of throughout just like by subtle things like you know when he said um something about tattletale like or he said something about snitching and she didn't know what that meant she only knew tattletale because she's from an older generation and she then it kind of clicked right. with her and he's like oh tattletale like subtle things like that where you can you're like oh wait are they the grandparents i don't Same know with
2: like, yeah like like the grandpa was like talking like oh isn't she like beautiful or whatever and like he's like that's how you, a grandpa would talk about their grandchild right. mm-hmm. to him it's like man this creepy guy is he's got a crush he's got a thing for you you know and um and he was like weirded out by that because out of context that wouldn't that, that is really weird, but if you think about it, like, oh, this is the grandpa talking about his granddaughter, then it makes a lot more sense.
1: Right. I never, th- I never thought about that actually. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like he greeted everybody as they arrived because at, it's like the party. ground,
1: right? Yeah. yeah. And it's
0: like the you know, groundkeepers wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. It did click for me. The only it did click for me the running. I like, yeah, the whole like he lost to Jesse Owens in the olympics Mm -hmm. which is like you know like that part i was like yeah but i didn't pick up on any of the like like tattletale and like now that you're saying it i'm like oh yeah this is probably littered this up like oh
1: yeah for sure yeah it's crazy i love it though i think it's so cool um great great pick do what it's crazy i was reading some fun facts about this on imdb and eddie murphy was originally casted as chris
0: i'm glad they didn't eddie but apparently
1: murphy. he was too old i guess was <laughs> well, like, i was hey, gonna
0: say what was it a different story like this old
1: guy I think he was just was... older yeah but i would I Rose be older that would have been or... so weird like i love eddie murphy but daniel kalua freaking kills it in this movie i, I couldn't imagine anyone else.
0: i just can't stop picturing too like eddie murphy doing like a comedy character though or like right is like uh you know, like Bowfinger, like character, but it,
1: you know, I would love to see him in a really serious role, though. I would be so curious, like, like an Adam Sandler, pull an Adam Sandler and do that. I don't know. I yeah it would be super It's curious. like Robin
0: Williams. A lot of exactly. comedians yeah. are the best dramatic actors.
1: I know it's crazy. But, um, I, I also read that apparently Chance the Rapper, he liked it so much that he bought the entire theater out and, uh, He just had people come, and he would just give them tickets to go to the movie. I don't know. I thought that was. I love (laughs) Chance. I don't know much about him, but I think that was pretty cool.
0: Daniel clue though, so good. Awesome, and he's so, he's someone I'm so happy to see his career take off. Yeah, because he's also one of those people who I had seen, but I never thought of. I mean, because I also hadn't seen this, but like, you know, like he was in Black Mirror, which this is obviously very Black Mirror. There's something. There's another movie or something i was going to bring up too that this really reminded me of um i'd be curious to hear what that was but you know and then obviously like judah and the messiah Mm uh his golden globe win, black panther um black panther and he like just hosted snl so it's like kind of cool now that it's like taking off and he's great to like for me to go back and watch this you know right right you're like, oh yeah i am oh, so that is glad cool that yeah it's happening because this was yeah. like his
1: one of this was like his big film to like kind of get him into that
0: that's what i took it as yeah it's like this kind of was like the big like if i, I think... saw this when it came out i probably wouldn't have even known who daniel clue no i i think
1: i think black mirror was right before this so i think he mm-hmm. was in that before this but
0: yeah so maybe i would be like oh that's the one
1: that's so interesting yeah kinda, but I kind of like seeing that like actors or actresses you like and kind of like going back to see their, you know, first couple um, big hits. Mm -hmm. It's always fun to see that. Like I love, I love days and confused because Ben Affleck's in it for like, not even like he's in it for like, you know, a couple scenes, but it's like, it's just funny because I don't know. I just love seeing actors like that get such little screen time. And now they're just huge. But yeah, it is really he cool was, to see his, his career take off a little bit.
0: I did. It was interesting. The The first time he like took a photo of. Andre, mm-hmm. but who is not Andre anymore. Mm-hmm. And like realized that that. Mm-hmm. Like took them out. I thought that I liked that for some reason. just because I felt like that was a good point in the movie where you're kind of like. You were like kind of lost and then that happened and you didn't get it. Fully, but you were like, oh, you know, like, that's when your mind starts like trying to put right. everything together because you're like, oh, okay, this is mm-hmm. something's going on. Uh-uh. And then I didn't, that's the first time too I thought of after when he, she was like, my dad said it was a seizure. And he was like, that wasn't a seizure. And she's like, my dad's a neurosurgeon. And he's or, like, Come like on. I was going to trust him. And then I, that's like the first time, I don't know if they even mentioned it before, but I was like, oh, neurosurgeon. Okay. You know, like,
1: coming together it's all coming yeah.
0: together. <laughs> yep and any scene with rod obviously dude he's so basically funny. He him so funny. talking to the detectives is <laughs> actually probably my favorite scene ever like i almost wish i'm so glad he, that like that storyline is in it like i want rod to have a spin-off <laughs> Just you rod. know but like yeah that's not it's that's called like, rod from get it. out <laughs> It's like a Paul Bart mall cop, but it's like Rod TSA agent. That would actually be um, hilarious. A TSA like
1: spinoff of Rod. I would watch that. It
0: was, it was just so, I don't, I, again, the TSA aspect, I, it's just so funny. And I just love his character so much. Like okay. we go through the same training. We probably know more than you. <laughs> and then he saved the day. Like, I like one of my favorite cuts in
1: it is when he's talking to the, detec- the detective the first time and he's telling the story and then it cuts to there's two others in there. It's just the <laughs> yeah. continuing the story. It's just, I love that. I love when movies do that.
0: And you it's can very, tell he's like very much like, see, they're taking it serious now. Like, right, you know, right. oh yeah.
2: Really like Not taking it seriously at all. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Cool.
1: All right, cool. Well, I think for uh for ratings, let's do... um. Oh, this is a tough one. I was gonna say spoons or tea bags, hmm. or bingo bingo cards, or uh, bocce balls. Bocce balls, yeah.
0: That's what he knocked him over the head with, right? I like that. Or was that was it, awesome? It was a be- bocce like- here. Was it the
1: uh- oh croquet?
0: No. Okay, they- I was like, what's the other? Really bocce.
1: It's a great yeah. question. Bocce,
2: bigger croquet was like a. Oh, okay. Put through the pegs.
1: I love yeah. it. I love also the antlers that was great
2: another deer thing
1: also that's something i I mentioned this earlier but that's something i really liked about it is i feel like in a lot of other horror movies especially that the dad probably would have stayed alive for longer and there would have been a little more of a tussle but i feel like he just went in did his thing left and he was dead and i was like that's that's realistic because i feel like that would actually happen no one's gonna like crawl and like you know sew up their wounds themselves and then be like i'm still alive and get shot five times
2: (laughs) although i did think it was a little unrealistic that the guy who did get hit over the head with the bocce ball came back up and then like was fighting him at the door like it was it was nice because they they did that whole like jujitsu thing that they had talked about earlier where you got to be like a few steps ahead or whatever but i know i was like how is this guy still alive
1: (laughs) i know that That i always go in between that as well
0: that's what we're learning, though, is head traumas aren't a big deal because in <laughs> um, Parasite, when he falls and cracks his head right. open and then we're, we're all like, how did he not die? There must
1: be something that we don't know about head trauma that filmmakers know. You
0: can just, you can just bash tra- your head. You just bash your head. And you're going to be fine.
1: Well, I feel like it's also insane because like with the head, I feel like it's so like, I mean, you could probably get hit in the head in one way and not getting that hurt but it might look bad but otherwise you could get hit i don't know anywhere in the head i mean d joe D can probably go into detail about this but head trauma man i don't know i'd be curious to learn more about yeah. that where you can get hit where you can't she get should
0: hit. tell us she'd be where like, you can get hit like, let's yeah. have
1: dr d on here
0: <laughs> it's like new boxing rules and it's like you can punch him here just not here you can punch him <laughs> hmm.
2: should be okay. like you guys are idiots <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> excuse
0: me i was just wondering where i can get hit on the head <laughs> i'm gonna do
1: yeah, fruit loops, loops. Fruit loops. oh let's do fruit loops, <laughs> fruit loops.
2: No.
1: i like fruit loops
2: <laughs> all right. All right i'm gonna go eight and a half fruit loops I thought
0: this was... great
2: yeah i i it's i i don't have much more than that like it, i would write I, I just think it's one of the it should be one of the higher-rated movies. I don't, it's not Hot Fuzz, but of it's, it's, it's very—it's a very good movie.
1: Glad you like it, Jesse. Are you still I, thinking?
0: Yeah, I'm. Again, I'm—I'm I'm going back and forth because I—I I think what I'm going to go with might—might might be surprising. Because again, like if it was just this one experience, when I watched it, it would probably be lower. But I think as a movie, I'm going two point no <laughs> nine nine fruit loops
1: nine Fru. Uh, wow, I'm super happy to hear five, that.
0: Yeah, I I'm gonna look back though, like on my when I compare ratings to movies, be like, wait, I rated this a point and a half higher than you know, oh, like right. that always. I happens. feel like I'm, nothing's gonna make sense. But I go a lot because. It is a movie. Like I just don't know what more I'd want from it, honestly. Right, and it's like the perfect it's,
1: length too.
0: Yeah, I think it's like it's super engaging. It's it's. I feel like it's like a like a must watch for most people, like because it's and it's not even like again it's like a psychological thing. So like, no, <laughs> prepare yourself going into that. <laughs> um, you know, not feeling great, watch Bowfinger. I don't know. Um <laughs> <laughs> double feature. But you know, but it's not like super cool. Go- I mean, for the most part, gory. Like I think most people could watch it, should watch it. I think it has like super engaging, really good storyline, like plot, and super like effective in terms of what like Jordan Peel making a statement or like effective, like telling telling the story through the movie, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like yeah. it's a f- really effective in that way, but he, and then there's also like the weird, like the weird rod part that is like, I appreciate it so much that there is this weird, just comedic check-ins a few times that I was like, was so funny. It was like as funny as a key and peel sketch, you know, right. but like it didn't distract from it, but it was just a nice little check-in point throughout the thing. And again, I love that they ended with it too. Cause it made the ending feel a little like you just get a good laugh at the end, not for what happened, but just cause like the one line joke, you know? So it was just, I just feel like it's one of those things where it's like a must watch because it's constructed so beautifully that like it's effective every way. Again, I wouldn't add anything to it. I couldn't ask for anything more. I just only don't want to give it a 10 because I, I don't know what I would give a 10 because I'm like afraid of giving something to 10, but like solid.
1: <laughs> that's a rave review from Jesse. That was great, man. I I want to like put that in a document, <laughs> put it on our website or something.
0: That was great. Except then you like type it out actually like, on, <laughs> you know, and it's like, and uh, you know what I'm saying. And uh, you know, does that make sense? Yep.
1: No, that's but great. I completely him. agree with you though. I mean, Rod was taste, so tastefully done. And it like, I feel like a lot of times in movies, they try to put this comedic, Uh, person in and it's just like forced like the jokes and things like that but it it works so well it's so fluent and he's not in it a lot where it's overbearing but it's it's the perfect it's like it's almost like rafi in the league like it's done so well and so perfectly like i wouldn't want more but i wouldn't want less
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i mean maybe a little more rod
0: i would love to see (laughs) (laughs) well i just want to spin off like i don't need him in this (laughs) you know like i think it would change it in this but I just need him. Like I just like kind of after the fact. I'm like I just like to get to know Rod a little bit more.
1: Idea: <laughs> We could do Rod TSA movie, and then we could have a Rod versus Paul Blart
0: movie. <laughs> I'm into it.
2: Maybe Rod is the connecting thing between all of Jordan Peele's movies. Whoa! Just all his. Dream. That would
1: be cool. Just all his. <laughs> um. All right. I will go. I'm gonna go ten for loops. This is a uh, ten for me. I Whoa. I think it's a perfect movie. I, the only, my only gripe, I have one gripe, but it's not going to, it's not going to take away any of the points Uh, when he's, when Chris runs out of the house and um, Rose has like the gun and she's about to shoot him. uh, And she, the grandpa kind of runs by her. She says, go get him, grandpa. And then the other one, she says something about grandma. They said it to secure, to, to secure the point that that was the grandparents. But I feel like we already knew at that point and they didn't have to say that. They didn't have to say grandma or grandpa. I think that to me, was they could have left that out, but that's just a little nitpick.
0: I did, there was some Jordan Peele talking about some line about um, like, I think at the beginning when they're going to visit that maybe he didn't put in or maybe he did. That was along the lines of like, are they going to like chase me off the porch with a gun or something? And like, that's what happened at the end. Right. Uh And then I think he'd also said at the end, there was some line he wanted to add when the grandpa tackled him. That was like in reference to Jesse Owens
2: or something, but it was
0: some like crazy, like I think kind of supposed to be comedic, but like some insane line that he was like, we just couldn't put it in because it felt, (laughs) it just like didn't feel like we could get it in there. But there was some like you know, like, see, I could catch you or, like, something weird. Oh, yeah. That I don't know. I'll, I'll send you the thing that I yeah. listen to, but... I would love I to see that, yeah. <laughs> there That's is, true. and speaking of all these hidden things, just to add on to my review a little bit more, just raving about it, it is... I feel like, you know, like, some of the movies, especially Joe Cuffney's picks, we, there's all these like, hidden things where you can, like, go back and yeah. rewatch. And this one, though for some reason, it's one where like, I almost, I like them because usually it makes me feel like I could watch the movie again and pick up. But this one almost makes me like, it almost annoys me that I didn't pick up on things, you know? So like, I want to rewatch it because it kind of takes your breath away at the end. Just like the whole movie where you're just like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay. You know, and you're almost like, I have to watch it again, just to look for those like, right now and all the hidden ones, especially after you hear like, well, hearing you guys talk about all these ones that I missed and then even like listening to like Jordan Peele, you know, talk about like some fan things and I'm like, oh my God, like, I feel like I have to go back. You have to. It's great. Oh God. Well, I, I, yeah. Is that the something... pick for next week? <laughs> I was
1: gonna
2: say, this is a terrible segue actually, because uh, I, I was literally thinking about like, like I had one that's like kind of is like the type of movie I generally would pick. And so I like went in the exact opposite direction I'm all
0: for it. <laughs> I can't we're, wait.
2: We're doing George in the jungle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. As
2: you guys know, I love talking monkeys. So this is, I'm I'm pumped. But
1: yes,
0: I'm okay. excited. I mean, good. this good. podcast is a little bit of a roller coaster, but these, the past, after next week, the past three weeks will be quite the roller coaster from best in show to get out to George <laughs> in the jungle. <laughs>
1: I'm excited to hear what you pick, Jesse, to complete that. But yeah, George of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about that. I haven't seen that literally since I was a kid. So
2: every single time I like think about it, I it just makes me happy because like I watched that growing up, and it it's just such a. I also relate to that because I was always hitting my head on things. But
1: uh, <laughs> no, wait. Let's. I just want to confirm because there's multiple versions. Is this the one of
0: Brendan Fraser? I was about to ask that. <laughs> Let me double check.
1: It, also talking.
0: While well, you search that, I do always... I love that clip of you and Joe when you were tiny and you were like playing in the cardboard box and you like hit your head, you know? <laughs> and it's just this like home video and you hit your head and you go, oh my head. <laughs> and we're just like, this is the most Joe thing we've seen.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it forever. And yes, it is the Brennan uh, uh version.
1: Who directed that? Are you on the IMDb right now? Uh, it's someone...
2: It was Sam Weissman.
1: Oh, yeah, he did something else. That oh.
0: sounds familiar.
1: Oh, he did D2, right.
0: Ooh. That was the connection. Yeah, yeah. Anyone seen the new Mighty Ducks?
1: Haven't watched it yet.
0: Yeah. I haven't either. I don't have Disney Plus right now, but I'm thinking about getting it just to check it out.
2: Should. Yeah.
0: I This did remind me, I did just finish last night that new series on HBO, Made for Love. Um never heard of it it just it's like three weeks ago the first three episodes came out and then three episodes last week and then the final two came out this week um but it's this like it just it also this get out makes me think of it because it's this like i mean it's it's funny but the whole idea is she basically was kind of kidnapped by this like tech billionaire like Elon Musk villain oh, okay. uh, and he like planted a chip in her head and then she lived in this hub for 10 years and broke out but now he can like see everything through her eyes huh. it's, a, it's like an interesting you know so it kind of connects with this not that it's not quite as a masterpiece as this and like you know it's still it's like an HBO good funny show Um, <laughs> but just finish that and but it also I will I won't spoil anything in case you watch it and it just finished, but a lot of episodes of nothing going on. And then the whole series ends kind of just begging for a second season. Mm -hmm. it just, it's very strange. Like it's one, it's a show. I think if it gets picked up and they do a second season, I'll be like, yeah, that was pretty good. But if it gets canceled, I'll be like, what the hell happened? (laughs) Nothing (laughs) happened. What kind of show was this?
1: (laughs) Maybe I'll wait to see if they do a second season to check it out. Then if nothing happens.
0: It's not a bad idea, honestly.
1: <laughs> I'd rather watch a B horror movie where nothing happens with really bright red blood.
0: <laughs> yeah. It is only it's eight episodes, just 30 okay. minutes episodes. Oh, that's not bad. And just then. really short episodes. So it's okay. You could binge through very fast.
1: All right. That's cool though. I watched uh the trilogy of I Know what You Did Last Summer because those are always great 90s horror movies. You got the Oscars coming up though on the 25th, right?
2: That was my other thought is to do um, a pick from that. But
1: Oh, yeah. I still got to watch a few of those.
0: Yeah. I did. The... I loved Mank. You know how Mank is. I really. But like, I feel like everyone didn't know about Mank until it was like announced as. Oh, you didn't watch it? Like... Well, no, but I was seeing someone on Twitter was like, How was Monk nominated for an Oscar? Didn't that show get canceled a few years ago? <laughs> so...
1: There's many things wrong with that. <laughs> That's hilarious. People need to just keep their thoughts in their head sometimes.
0: I mean, I think it was purposely like oh, okay. making fun of people. Yeah, It, it was, was a wasn't joke. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: I was like...
2: That'd <laughs> be pretty bad if <laughs> it wasn't, but that's
1: funny. Yep. Well, that's cool. I'm trying to think of anything else. I think we're good. Any other...
0: Uh... Just trying to rewind in my, I know. my head. I'm like Black Mirror, Daniel Kaluuya, uh these type of thriller was being it like john a malkovich uh
1: that'd be a fun double feature actually i never thought about that being john, <laughs> Mal-
0: being john malkovich i did put that on the wheel
1: oh you did i haven't yeah, seen I Spike jones
0: i haven't either but i love spike jones i
1: thought really when i was really young so i don't remember any of it Maybe Spike Jonze would be kind of cool. I feel like they are similar. Spike Jones and Jordan Peele. I feel like they have a similar style. That's true. Like they're a similar director, which I like. Ugh, I just can't wait for more Jordan Peele movies. Candyman's coming out. It's produced Candyman this year. Jordan that? Sorry. He's producing it. Mia uh, wow. DeCosta, She's directing it. She did. Um, I don't know. I think this might be her feature debut or like her actual big studio. I don't know. Then he's Directorial, got editorial debut. baby director. I don't know but um i'm excited for that
0: oh i also think oh my what go for it as i said when you pulled it up i was like oh this is number 13 too like friday the 13th oh my god 13 missed
2: opportunity very missed
0: opportunity oh
1: (laughs) just saying (laughs) just i'm gonna keep that in mind for next time that's a really good idea
2: 113